Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, Dwight. I'm excited to be sitting here in your co-pilot seat. <laughs> well, as our regular listeners know, t- Tuesdays are Testimony Tuesdays, so we love to just get into the storylines of our guests and find out when did Jesus become real yeah. to you. I would love to. I've I've heard it, but I would mm-hmm. love for you to share it with our yeah. guests. Yeah, for me, it was uh, back in middle school, you know, with, with my uncle, uh, just in the back seat of his car going to an event at his church, a father-son banquet, and uh, he invited me to pray what we typically call the sinner's prayer. And huh. uh, since I didn't have assurance of um, where I would go if I would die, you know, uh, it, it propelled me to pray the prayer, which I then prayed multiple times, many times over the years Welcome since to the club. then, uh, <laughs> until I really learned to, about my security in Christ, you know, in the, in the finality of that, you know, that, that um, he said it, you know, I believe it, I receive it, it's, it's true, mm. you know, um, I don't need to question it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's when Christ became real to me. Um, I, I thought, like, I'd love to share just a quick story of just testimony more recently. Yeah. Of just God activity and God's work at my life. I mean, it's, I'm really encouraged. Like, um, you know, I'll, I'll be d- just to give it a little context, like, um, and, and to be really honest, like, um, like if we were to go back one year ago, you know, this time of year in, uh, 2021, I, I think I could look back with hindsight and just acknowledge like, um, that, that was maybe one of the, the lowest, seasons that I've ever experienced in my life, just mm. personally, you know, emotionally, um, uh, mentally. I, I think just dealing with some spiritual battle, maybe um, dealing with just, a, you know, just some, some feelings of discouragement, maybe even like depression at moments, um, but just was just in a low spot. You know, it was my turn to have a wilderness and a valley kind of journey, which everyone goes through at some point mm-hmm. in their lives. You know, sometimes we bring it on ourselves, but sometimes I think we just, it's unavoidable. And and sometimes I think the Spirit invites and leads us into those times. I mean, Mm -hmm. God led the people through the wilderness, you know, for a purpose. There was something He wanted to form in them. And uh, I can look back and... um, like just celebrate God formed a lot, you know, in me over this past year. And, and it, I didn't like it, but it was some really good identity work. Hmm. Um, and it forced me to grow, I think, just my dependence on him as my source mm-hmm. and that my identity needs to be solidly, you know, locked in on who he says I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I feel like, you know, I, I, this God really spoke to me in July out of 1 Kings 19, just through the story of Elijah after his victory on Mount Carmel and then his subsequent sort of uh, depression depression, and like, God, I've had enough, take me home, yeah. you know, and uh, the Lord just like, have a drink, have some bread, take a nap, keep going. And we know that the Lord then has a word for him down, down the path, you know, mm-hmm. um, in a gentle whisper. And uh, I just feel like... Uh, I'm I'm just celebrating God's goodness and His faithfulness. That I'm sitting here one year later, um, not a perfect life, and, and still don't have everything figured out. But um, 
man, just God is just so good and he's so kind. And I just feel like there's this uptick of, of God's activity around mm-hmm. me and in me um, right now. I feel like around Victory Point, you know, like in the last, in the span of the last 10 days, I've had four different people either um, text me or Marco Polo me, Crow, um, <laughs> just with with these words from the Lord, you know, that they, they're not even sure what they mean, but they just feel like they're supposed to share them with me. I mean, like Sheila Doctor texted me and uh, some of the guys in our huddle, mm-hmm. you know, have been texting me. Um, and uh, like, I, I just feel like God's speaking and um, he's on the move. And uh, I'm just really excited to be um, in community and fellowship and part of the, the Victory Point family right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so just anybody out there who's maybe you're in your wilderness moment, in your valley time, um, persevere, seek the Lord, stay connected to the vine, um, because uh, God God prunes that which he wants to make more fruitful, mm-hmm. and, and we can take that to the bank. Amen. That's Amen. encouraging, and thanks for your honesty and your vulnerability. Yeah. I mean, as a lead pastor of a church, it you don't often want to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, let your congregation know that you're in a slump. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> appear weak or like, right. like a, a weak leader, but... Um, Man, we just we just got to be real. We yep. got to be real in life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that is super encouraging, and I I sense that too. That that uptick, an uptick. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what other word to use, but it just feels like there's more occasions lately of people hearing from the Lord, experiencing breakthrough, answered prayer, praying with people. I think as we deepen and widen our prayer culture, mm. um, it's only going to grow. Yeah, th- those sorts of things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump into today's Bible reading. We're in the Psalms, and Psalm 71, verses 1 to 6. Pastor Matt confessed to me earlier that the Psalms are challenging for him. Why is that? Dwight, are we going to keep that part in the podcast? (laughs) I'm not going to edit this out. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I think um, just maybe because it's poetry and stuff like that. I I love, like, we're in the Book of Mark right now. I love the action-packed narratives. That's what speaks to me, you know? These these don't, but I will say, um, I appreciate and have grown to appreciate especially the last year or two, like how the Psalms are just this open book of rawness. Yes. Like you can just be real and honest. You can let God have it. Yep. You can like say, God, like just smite my enemies. Like just tear them down. May their children be childless and this and that. Oh, but I praise you, Lord. And you know, like, like um, so I, I have grown in my appreciation of, of like the realness and the rawness. And Earl and I were praying with Jill Lehman just um, this past Monday on the week we're recording this in remarking about the same thing. We were just going to the Psalms like, man, let's just cry out. Let's yeah. just cry out like the psalmist did because yes. um, it feels like God's inviting us to. It does. Yeah. So I'll read this. Yes, Psalm 71, one through six. Uh, I'll read just the verses we're supposed to this time. <laughs> I read too many last yesterday. Uh, In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. So Dwight, let's start with you. Like, yeah. uh, just what stirred, grabbed your attention, just kind of bubbled up for you. Yeah. in there. 
Well, the first thing that bubbled up to me is th- this is a guy that knows what it means to be in danger and to be in trouble. And I mean, he's, yeah. you know, rescue me from evil, wicked, cruel men who are all around me. And, and uh, so it's, I don't know how often you pray prayers like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't often pray prayers like that when I'm getting up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Lord, rescue me from evil, cruel, wicked men who want to mm-hmm. kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've ever prayed that exact prayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have. Have you? Yes. Um, so when you were in like middle school, elementary school, high school, did you ever have anybody pick on you or want to beat you up? Hmm. Not that I can think of specifically. There was one incident in grade school, but my friend John Petrovich took care of it for me. All right. Mm -hmm. Way to go, John. You bet. So when I was in elementary, I don't know what it was about me, but in every phase of my schooling, I had at least one guy who wanted to beat me up. Wow. And when I was a senior in high school, I thought, you know, we've we've progressed beyond this. We've Mm -hmm. matured beyond this. Mm -hmm. And there was this one kid who just decided he hated me. And um, and I would get messages through the grapevine that Justin's waiting for you after school, man. He's going to rearrange mm-hmm. your face, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I would take different routes home to avoid this guy. Yep. And then one day there was a fire drill and everybody has to go out into the parking lot. Wow. And so I went out into the parking lot and there he was. And he, he came up and he approached me and he said, now, Dwight, is the perfect time to rearrange your face. Well, this feels like an episode of Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah, does it? Yes. And just before he, you know, wound up to my buddy Ron Bullock mm. uh, went, stood right in front of me and he said to Justin, you're going to have to go through me first. Mm. It was awesome. Um, and, uh, and Justin backed off. Mm-hmm. And Justin was a big guy. He was bigger than Ron and me, you know. But uh, so th- that's... Wow. I, I can think back and think at the end of this day, I'm probably not going to get killed, but mm-hmm. I could be bloodied and all beat up. And mm-hmm. it was terrifying. Like it really was. And I, I'm not a fighter. I mean, I, right. Right. I've never punched anybody in my life, right. you know, and I wouldn't know what to do. And I'm sure I'd probably break my hand, you know, but, uh, but I can kind of relate to, oh my gosh, somebody is after me. Yeah. Yeah. And it is not a good feeling. And David, you know, had armies he after did. him. Hiding out in caves. He's hiding yeah. out in caves, you know. So I guess the first thing, that I guess it's just the obvious, this is a prayer of a man in distress who knows what it feels like to be hunted, you know. Yeah. And, and it feels, and, and, and that's the cool, that's what's beautiful about the Psalms is they relate to everyday emotions, everyday situations, feelings. I mean, there's a lot of Psalms. You can find something in one of them that connects to exactly where you're at totally. in, in your moment. And th- this one just has a progression of like, there's a, it starts out with a petition, you know, like like you just described, like rescue me, deliver me, save yes. me, you know, and but there's also then... This it moves to declaration, yes. like. But I know that you're my rock. Be yep. my rock of refuge, which I can always go to. That yes. that sentence just to me, like if that's all, like we got out of Psalm seventy one, like to me, like He is our rock of refuge to which we can always go to. Yes, you know. Yep. 
But they're also like, it reminded me of Jeremiah a little bit, you know, like. I was going to say that too. You're going to need rescuing. You know, I will be with you. Do not fear. I'll even tell you what to say. Even talks about birth, you know, from birth, I've I've relied on you. And and in Jeremiah, it's like, I mean, I I put you together in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were even born. Like, and if you were to keep reading, today's reading didn't take us there. But if you keep reading Psalm 71, it goes from birth and it talks about in our youth. And it even talks about at the end. When I'm old and gray. old and gray. In your best years, when you're your 60s, your 70s, you know, your your 50s. I'm the gray showing up for me in my 50s. Um, But there's this declaration like... um, I will always hope in you. Yeah. I will always praise you more and more. I mean, that, that's a verse we didn't mm. read either, but verse 14, as for me, I'll always have hope. Yes. I will praise you more and more. That's the beauty of growing old is you just got more opportunities to, to live this out, you know? Yep. And, and more life experiences to, mm-hmm. to draw from and more stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wrote down here, man, in the midst of danger... He put his confidence in God, his hope in God, his praise to God, and his refuge was in God. Mm. Um, so it's it's a uh, it's actually a very uplifting yes and, and faith right. building psalm at the same time. And I loved when it says when I'm old and gray because I'm yeah mostly gray <laughs> at this point. And uh, and then he says this is beyond our Bible reading, but he says till I declare your power to the next generation. Okay. That's a calling of the older generation. That's right. Like, who are you investing in? It's exactly right. Yeah. I love it. This is a great psalm. Now I actually like psalms, Dwight. <laughs> like, maybe if I could just read them with you all the time. But I, the lastly, I'll just throw this out there because um, I appreciate in verse two, you know, where he says, turn your ear to me hmm. and save me. It's almost like, God, are you listening? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm talking. I, I'm, I'm pouring myself out here. Hello. Like, Turn your ear towards me. And yeah. it just like it reminds me of that blessing. You know, the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you. Mm. I mean, like, like I think it's okay to invite the Lord to turn towards us. You know, um, I don't know if it if that means that sometimes his face isn't turned toward us. I always like to think he always is. But mm-hmm. maybe when we don't seek him, you know, we don't get to see like that face looking at us. Like we need to. Maybe it's more us turning towards him mm. so that we can look into those eyes and, and see that loving, smiling, you know, facial expression, you know. But um, I appreciate David's just like crying out like, hey, listen, yeah. you know, that's, I, I need that's, you right I just now. resonate with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, turn this into a blessing if you could. Yeah. Um, so, so listeners, wherever you are in life, whether you're at the beginning um, midway through or in the older ending, old and gray part. Um, uh, the prime of your life. The prime of your life, which studies show. Um, know this in every season, in every situation, that God is a solid rock of refuge mm. to which you can always go to. Yes. So go to him today. Ask him to listen. He wants to and he will. Amen. Amen. Hey, I guess it's time to end. All right. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. 